Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of One Day at a Time. I'm your host, Samantha Spinacci, and today I have a special guest with me. Hey everyone, I'm uh, Big Boy Geo in the, in the building. Um, that's not my real name though. This is my younger brother, Gio Giovanni. He has multiple names. He also goes by Tom Savage. Um, he has his own YouTube channel. And um, he hasn't really kept up with it much anymore, but he used to do weird food combos. So maybe if you guys have any more weird food combos for him to do, maybe we could do a little video together. All right, so we're gonna get into some interesting stuff today. We have a few topics that we're gonna talk about and we're going to just dive in. Are you ready? Of course, let's get going. All right, so first we're going I'm going to do a little rapid-fire questions for you guys for Geo so that you guys can know a little bit more about him. So, what's your age? I am 17. What year in school are you? Uh, senior. Um, what do you plan on studying in college? Physics. <laughs> yeah, which is so different than me, guys. It's so crazy how, like, opposite we are because I'm over here creative. I love to write. I love to read. I love to talk to people and, like take pictures and shoot videos and stuff and Geo's over here like give me math give me science give me all of that stuff patterns are what make up this world you know you gotta look at the patterns yeah that's just not me like at all tell them what you did today what i did today yeah well it wasn't today yesterday i submitted my application to uh big old harvard college and university of virginia just a good round of applause because I could never go to Harvard and that's just on um, life. Well, we don't know if I'll be going there yet, but we'll hope, we'll hope. Anyway, we're speaking it into existence. We manifest things. We believe in that. Alrighty. Okay, so we're going to get into a little bit about our relationship as brother and sister. Um, we are a year and five months apart in age. Two years and five months. Oh yeah, two, two years, years five, five months, months in apart in age. We're pretty close. We pretty much grew up as each other's best friends because we really didn't have anybody else. Like, we hung out every day. We used to have our own language. We would go into the backyard. Yes! What, what was it? Alu. Yeah, our language was called Alu. So we would literally go into the backyard and we would pretend fight these people that were like these bad guys and we would speak this language we would like pretend that we were time traveling places it was great like that's literally what we did as kids we were such we had such great imaginations we always figured out a way to entertain ourselves we just always were vibing and still to this day we always just vibe like we'll literally just start roasting each other for five minutes straight and then be best friends like playing video games together like that's just how our relationship is um what would you say is your favorite part or like favorite memory from our childhood favorite memory from our childhood um probably probably playing big brother and mom to be honest oh my god the, that was the greatest thing so many funny moments and also a lot of uh, bickering back and forth but that was that was always fun um and okay then, wait obviously sh should we explain what that is um no i think they'll just they'll, they'll just, just have to know i don't want people to get like weird vibes though 
Okay, so Big Brother and Mom was this like game that me and Gia would play. So I had a bunch of baby dolls when I was younger. I think I still have them like somewhere, pretty sure. Yeah. But I loved baby dolls. I wanted to be a babysitter so bad when I was younger. And my mom was like, okay, well, like, you have to take care of your dolls before you can start babysitting and things like that. So I would take care of my dolls like they were, like, human beings. And me and Gio would play big brother and mom. So I was the mom. Gio was the big brother. And we would, like, take care of these, like, 12. I think I had 12 baby dolls. Yeah, it was a lot. We would literally change their diapers. We would pretend that we would, like, wake up in the morning, take them to school. We would put them in strollers and, like, push them around the house. Like, we literally made it, like, a real-life game. Yeah. It's crazy. It was was definitely funny. Yeah. Like, thinking back to it, it was, like, it was kind of, like, just strange now that you think about it. But, like... Back then, it was, like, literally the best way to spend time. Yeah. It was. It was, It was like, the vibe back then. That's what we did. We would always play Big Brother and Mom. Or we would play with our littlest pet shops and our cars. You yeah, that? The, the cars and uh, my tech decks and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, we would make, like, whole cities. So, Gio mm-hmm. had, like, train tracks, and he had this huge box of cars like i think what we counted it one time it was like almost 300 cars or something it was a lot we had a long line of cars we would always play with them we would we would literally do everything together like we were each other's best friends (laughs) but we fought like crazy too and we would fist fight like we would actually fight each other but um good good mems good mems i would say that my favorite mem growing up Honestly, there's so many, I can't really pick one, but Summer Breaks with Miss Evans, going geocaching, oh, yeah, those getting Frosties, those are just Sonic, oh, Sonic, yeah, Sonic yeah. the vibe, like all of that, just going fishing, mm-hmm. literally everything. We had a really good childhood, like shout out to our parents, honestly, because they, they blessed it up with that childhood. Yeah, we always had a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. So, on a more serious note, we're going to talk about growing up in society and the way that society treated us growing up. So, if you don't know, Gio and I are mixed. We are mixed race and mixed ethnicity. Both of our parents are mixed as well, and they have multiple different ethnicities. So, that was something that we dealt with growing up um also most of our family does not live in the united states (laughs) people think that's so weird and especially when we were kids it was hard to like explain that to people because you have friends that are going over to their grandparents house they're going over to their cousin's house they have spend the night parties with their you know their family members all the time and for me and geo that wasn't like something that we had that much of we do have like one of our aunts lives close by and we have like three cousins that live in the state that we get to see all the time but it wasn't our whole family it's like our whole families never ever rarely get together like I don't think every single person in either side of our family has ever been in one place at one time all together yeah no that's that's pretty much impossible Yeah, and so that's something that we definitely had to get used to growing up because I wouldn't say that it was a a challenge for us, but it's definitely something that if you, if your parents don't 
like teach you about it or tell you about it it's something that's really hard to grow up around because you're so much different than other people and it's not even something that you can control mm-hmm. um so what would you say like without getting too deep into it what was the hardest part about growing up in that setting growing up in that setting i feel like um like i was we were talking about earlier talking about earlier is a, I think it definitely gave me a a little bit of a false expectation of the world, especially because, you know, in our ho- in our household, it's like you really you really did see, a lot of different kind of people. You like you heard people with accents all the time. Our dad had an accent growing up, you know, our our uncle had an accent growing up. Our grandma has a very thick accent, you know. So and it's like a lot of people don't see that, you know. A lot of people don't see. A black dad and a black mom, you know, that have been married for 20 plus years, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't have cousins that are white, a lot of people don't have cousins that are Hispanic, a lot of people don't have cousins that are black, you know, all together at one event. And so when, when you see a lot of bickering between people that think different, people that look different, people that sound different, people that act different, but when you were growing up at your house or at a family dinner or something like that, you saw people sitting around the table having good laugh, having wonderful conversations, you know, loving each other, supporting each other that look different, sound different, act different, think different. And so when you look at the world, you're like, How, why is this going on? Like, you know, this was it was completely different in our household, you know, in yeah. our family. I completely agree. I think it also, especially with like the, the false sense of reality in a way, because people tell you that the world is so culturally diverse. And yes, it is. But only when you're older and you allow yourself to experience that. We were already thrown into a world and a life where we we had to embrace every aspect of differences that came to us because we are so much different than other people because of our family and the way that like our parents are and just pretty much what we were born into. We can't control that. But a lot of people, they choose to learn about different cultures. They choose to learn about different races. They choose to travel the world. For us, that was already a part of our life. So when people were like, wow, that's so cool that you've been to like Africa or wow, that's so cool that, you know, you get to go to these places. That's how we see our family. Like that's how... We get to do normal things like have family reunions or go to our, you know, our aunts and uncles weddings or see our cousins. Um, So I think that although there is a lot of differences in this world and people always say like embrace the difference, society doesn't want you to do that. So for us, what was something that was so normal was so weird to other people, like like basic things that seem so normal to to what we're used to were just crazy out of other people's perspectives for one example um food I feel like when we were in middle school and in elementary school specifically people would always like ask what food do you eat at home or if you would bring um packed lunch and they would question like why are you eating those combinations but we don't eat like one type of ethnic food or one specific type of like cultures food we literally eat whatever like we eat all types of things especially me I am not a picky person at all I grew up just eating whatever and I pretty much eat all types of food we were never 
um, confined to one type of something or one thing. Our parents always let us experiment with things and we were exposed to so much different in so many different cultures. We were never just, here's one race, one culture that you have to focus on or live by your whole life. Did you want to touch on that a little bit more? <clears throat> yeah, Tuesday, there's a kid I know and he thinks I eat Ethiopian food every single night. And I told him like, no, that's not the case. Who the hell do you think is going to be making me Ethiopian food every single night? And um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, it's it, it's definitely not like that. It's not it's not like we're eating like a bunch of weird shit all the time. You know, we're definitely we definitely eat like normalized food that a lot of other people eat. But like, you know, we obviously I've obviously tasted a lot of different food, you know, I'm not sure every single person has had Ethiopian food in their life. But I mean, it's delicious. You got to get some injetta one time, at least try some injetta one time. It's literally the best thing ever. Um yeah, I, we definitely do have cousins that eat, like, the same type of food every single day. But that's not, like, something that we do. But also, they grew up more cultural bound to one, to one culture over the other. So we, because our, our mom is white and our dad is black or African, because he really is African. Because of that, we grew up really diving into to two main cultures but also our parents are mixed with other cultures so we also had those mixes in there as well so it wasn't like where we have Ethiopian cousins where they mainly just focus on their Ethiopian culture because that is what their main culture is that their mom and their dad both have but for us it was even harder because we didn't fit into just that like even with our cousins it's weird because our cousins live so differently than us like people who are same blood and who maybe could, you know, a lot of people are so similar to their cousins. They live down the street from them. Their families have lived in the same towns their whole life. That's not us. Some of our family members, we didn't meet until I was probably 16 years old. Do you remember that? Yeah. In 2016, we literally were meeting one of our aunts for the first time ever in our lives. So also something that we deal with a lot being mixed ethnicity and mixed race is racism. I have a lot of stories that I could tell <laughs> about people being racist towards me. Um, I'm sure you do too. Yeah. I think I think it's a little bit different for me. I don't uh, I'm 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 a little bit more tolerant to uh ignorance than my sister is here. Um Yeah, I'll call you out on your sh <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't really care. Like if you tell me some um some blatantly disrespectful stuff that's ignorant because you were raised a specific way, I will correct you. There should be no reason that one race is superior over the other. I don't understand that. I don't see a world where that's possible. We literally live in a society where without the other races and other types of people, we couldn't live. We could not be able to. So I just don't understand how you could be so pro one specific type of way when you've never even experienced the other type of life yeah there's nothing else in the world for them you know and sometimes you have to accept that you're not the person there you're not the person chosen to teach them that and you move on with life you know that's all that's all I always thought to think about it you know I gotta keep moving just because they don't understand they don't know or they don't want to know 
that's on them. Um, and I think, you know, every, one, I, I have always felt like everybody has the right to their own opinion. So if you don't, if you think I am for some reason less than you because of this, that, the other, then, you know, that's your problem. You know, that's not mine, mine to deal with. I see what you're saying, but I could never just walk away from a moment without telling someone that they really need to change their viewpoints. Because really, I even was stuck in my ways, and it's not like racist in any way, but you definitely get really comfortable in your life and what society you live in. So... For example, if I'm living around a group of people who are all one race, I get really comfortable in that race of people. I feel, you know, safe there. I feel like I can kind of pull out that one that one side of me a little bit more. Um, but then when you go to another place where there's a completely different type of people, you have culture shock. You are like shocked and you forget like, oh yeah, there's other types of people out there in this world. So I, I understand sometimes how people do that, but also I just like don't understand how you could be that type of person that could say those blatantly disrespectful and ignorant things about others. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I've never, I've never really, you know, thought I had to correct you because I've always, like, um, Again, how you, how you said, like, when you're around a certain type of people, you tend to act like them, but, I mean, I'm sure I felt that and everything like that. I, I, I mean, I'm sure I, I felt that, you know, like, act, you know, acting around who you're with and all of that, but, I mean, I, I tend to just make sure that I'm, I'm who I am 100% of the time. Like, I, I never, I never try to change my language depending on who I'm with. I never try to say different stuff depending on who I'm with. You know, I never try to change my character, change the way I act or anything like that depending on who I'm with because I feel like one, that gives gives a false sense of presence, false sense of attitude towards yourself because sometimes when that happens, you're you're constantly thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? You're you're yeah. thinking about what what should I say, what shouldn't I say, and then that you're, then you're not in the moment. And then two it's a problem for the person who you're with because they, you know, they might feel like you're not, you're not being who you are or whatever, or something like that. And so, um, I don't, I never really felt, you know, I, I need to change the, what I'm doing for someone else or someone else should change what they're doing to be around me. So that I think that's the, the reason I can, you know, I'm not going to, be upset if you say something that hurts my feelings you know that's just the way you think that's the way you think the world should be that's the way you think I should be but I'm not going to be like that I'm going to be who I am 100% of the time and traveling what would you say is your most favorite memory of a place that you've been to Mm, that's a good question um I I really enjoyed um, our time in Ethiopia, um, and it had nothing to do really about being in a, a different place, or being in Africa, or you know being in Ethiopia or anything like that. 
what it was really about was being with family. I just, I loved, you know, being there with our grandparents, um, being there with our aunt and, uh, and uncle, um, and it, it was just a really good time. I, I love Linda's wedding. That was great. Um, and so I think, you know, it was definitely, it was definitely a great experience, um, going over there and seeing a new country and, you know, all the, the places we visited was wonderful, but I really enjoyed the time with family and that's why I think it was really a great trip all around. Yeah, I agree. That was probably one of the most, um culture shock experiences that I had um especially because about what the age I was at I was at 16 years old so I was very like stuck in my ways and very like a bratty age year where I thought I was like it like I literally thought I was the best thing ever and going there for that summer it just kind of like slapped me in the face and was like come back to reality like remember there's other people in this world besides you so Definitely that trip. I think also another really good one was it had to be Paris and London. Like, for sure was one of the best places that we've ever been. Um, Ethiopia was a big, big culture shock. It was just, it really, it really did separate you from reality because you looked around and it's like, holy sh- like, you Like, you really are very fortunate. Yeah. And you don't, you, it's like, sometimes you're you're living your life and you, you like you get stressed out and so anxious about all these things that you feel like aren't going right and you know are setting you back and you get so stressed about all these things that you need to do but sometimes you know you got to realize like the life you're living now you're so fortunate to have it you know yeah so I think we've done a lot of talking I think you've learned a little bit more about me and Gio and about our life um Got any last words, Gio? No, just, you know, keep going, keep living. Take life one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate the podcast, send me any DMs with anything that you might want me to talk about. If you have any questions, if you just want to chat about life. Um, Also, look forward to next week's episode. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.